Hello, and welcome back to Big Gay Nerds. I'm going to be your GM this time, Saturn. Uh, it's the return of a very beloved and long-absent series, Blades in the Dark. Yeah. Joining me today are Genome, or Owen. Yep, and I'm going to be playing uh, Franz Blondie Drakentoten, uh, the Cutter. <laughs> Alright, we've also got Sarah. Oh, hey, I usually don't go second. Hey, I'm Sarah. <laughs> Um, I'm going to be playing Arden Pebble Kinclaith, the uh, the lurk, the the high chaos lurk. All right, we have Levi. Uh, hello, I'm Levi. I'm playing Kristoff Skora, uh, commonly known as Flint. All right, and uh, normally uh, Oats would also be here with us, but uh, he had to be absent. For reasons, so we're this uh, game is going to be for the time being, continuing without Krowlmichter, the spider, who you may remember from his various antics of being a flamboyant, like silver screen <laughs> character, <worst. laughs> from being from being just really good. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't mean he's gone forever. Obviously, I think uh, going forward, um, this isn't going to be happening this time. But going forward, you might expect to see uh, characters go in and out of this mm-hmm. um i guess we should start with a recap because it's been like it's yeah, been like looking, eight months at this point oh so God. i'm looking at i'm looking at my harm track um i have torn up hands singed an oathbreaker's curse and i vaguely remember how that happened <laughs> i'm surprisingly okay <laughs> <laughs> um so basically uh to go over in lesser detail the first heist uh very first heist was your first as a crew, and you stole a very fancy gemstone uh, known as the Sun Shard from the Lord Governor's Manor, and it was he also was a fortress. If I yeah, it, it was a former fortress converted <laughs> into a uh, sort of paranoid manor of sorts. Um, but he was murdered, <laughs> and then also implicated, perhaps falsely, it's uncertain in the. Uh, in uh, attempting to assist political revolutionaries, which is not a great look for anyone who happens to be close to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's none of your business. And so the next thing that he did was well, that... Flint... Uh... Oh. Yeah, uh, like Flynn got blown up uh, the <laughs> right. first time as well, if I remember right. Yeah, so, so that, that, <laughs> we, we established a theme of Flint yeah. being horribly <laughs> maimed in the, in the two heists we've done so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one y'all did was that you had the attention brought to you of some, like, gang of drug drugged out fiends basically who were residing in a old hotel kind of near where your base was and that seemed unsafe so you stepped in there uh killed a bunch of goons and got into a precarious tangle with a vampire who uh very nearly stole flint's soul um but instead just Uh, a high stakes gamble Um, (laughs) yeah yeah flint flint tried to play a vampire at blackjack and nearly lost everything yeah. But all things considered, uh, the four of you, uh, minus uh, currently absent company, uh, managed to get out of that all in one piece. Yeah. So, uh, with the sort of general broad strokes recap out of the way, uh, it's been a pretty busy month for the Resurrectionists after the, the previous heist. Mm-hmm. So, you seize the Clarion House, and uh, mechanically you converted that uh, pretty directly into a gambling den, which is a piece of turf that your gang controls that uh, produces a passive revenue that we can uh, get into when we properly roll that. But since this is going to be sort of a non-traditional downtime segment and everything, I'm going to glaze over that for now. Um, But also what happened is that when you seize control of this and and rooted out this competition, your reputation increased. And Ooh. reputation is basically an experience meter for your crew that's separate from the advancements, where as it goes up, you can eventually spend money to increase your hold. Okay. And oh, so okay. Uh, we'll get back to that after we do uh, engagements and downtime. But what has happened over the past month is that you've basically gained enough passive income from this new uh, gambling den of yours that you are going to be able to increase the... Uh, the size of your gang from oh. a strong tier zero gang to a weak <laughs> tier one gang. Okay. Cool. Which is going to be main basically that you have more people that you control the ac- your access to supplies and what all are <sighs> better 
in general as going to be a uptick and improvement for your crime activities as a whole. Um, so while I consult and roll engagements, I would actually love if you all would start thinking about a name and description, uh, could be a pre-existing person or could be a new person, for someone that you have recruited into the gang. Ooh. I am going to place an obvious limit on anyone who would be, like, too powerful or simply not interested in joining you, but yeah. it can be a pre-existing character or it can be someone who you just decided to cook up. But I want you to think about that while I'm rolling for engagements. Do we each think of one? Okay. or is Yes, it... you oh. each think of one. Oh, boy. Oh, oh my oh, goodness. Dear. Okay. Gosh. I believe the, if I recall correctly, the rules say that a tier one gang is going to be, like, you know, like six to eight normal uh gang members. Oh, okay then. So, like, it would make sense if you all each got one, and then maybe uh, Oats will get one whenever he comes back. Okay, wow. So, um, yeah. Gosh. So, so, keep that in the, in the back of your head for a moment while I find the... Where is it? Where's Entanglements? There's Entanglements. Okay, so first let's figure out what your heat is, because that's going to be important. Yeah. Oh, yes. I remember it being very high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a lot of yeah. uh, murder. Murder? Oh. <laughs> yeah, so you have seven heat, which is a problem, because you don't have any wanted level, which is fine, but you do have very high heat, which means that you are going to be stuck with the worst imaginable entanglements, no matter what I roll. Yeah. Uh, so uh. let's go see what this is. I rolled a four. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was not ready exactly for either of these, so I might need a little bit to think about them. Uh, On a four or a five, I choose either demonic notice or show of force. Oh! Oh Oh my god. Well, fine. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Of course. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure which of these would be more interesting. So I'll uh, part the curtain a little bit and describe them. Uh, demonic notice is a demon approaches the crew with a dark offer, either accept <laughs> it or hide until it loses interest or deal with it some <laughs> other way. So that's a fun possibility. Oh, God. And the other one is show of force. A faction with whom you have a negative status makes a play against your holdings. Give them one claim or go to war. Oh, so God. One would is like, the first people on the list... We might have more enemies than that, but there are those guys like in the, the tunnels. The capillaria, that's the yeah, that's yeah, our, yeah. The capillaria are not our enemy, are, especially considering your most recent heist involved you murdering a couple of them. In yeah. The yeah, only a couple. Come on, it was fine. Actually, uh, you murdered one, and then the other one got away. Oh, oh, that's, that's almost right. worse. Yeah, you're right. Shit. If you had killed both, it would have been deniable. I should have like, gone after the other yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. And well, if, yeah, you can't, it's not like we can go back in time and kill him. So let's yeah. just let's just work with what we got. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me consult my notes first. That's second. what that deal with the devil is for. I have a good idea about my recruit. Oh boy. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, you know what? I think uh, as much as I would love to do uh, the demonic offer one because that one is very fun. I don't mm-hmm. think I have a good idea for that That's setup, I, which I should have probably prepared, but I didn't even occur. Like, I had forgotten that we were even doing entanglements until like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> um, so, what instead we'll do is we'll say it's a show of force and basically, like, while you're starting to get cozy and your gang's starting to get bigger, uh, the capillariot's gonna come try and, like, m- like, make a mess of your, uh, of your new uh, gambling den, are you going to give them a claim on it that they can press, or are you going to go to war with them? Oh. I'd rather not go to by claim. What does that mean? Yeah, what I'm think I have to now. I have to double check the rules on this because I forgot to check claim. I, like I didn't check anything relating to entanglements. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I believe it means is that uh, they can like start projects basically as npcs to try and take it from you oh. or like run operations to try and take it from you okay i i would potentially so it becomes a long-term problem as opposed to like a yeah problem. i would uh potentially be comfortable with the idea of allowing them to do that with the knowledge that maybe by the time they're ready to actually press shit we'll be better prepared i i agree i think going to war right now is a terrible idea 
Okay, so yeah, that's basically what happens. Like they they don't like. I, I think maybe making a mess of it was the wrong uh, like description of what was happening there. But they mm-hmm. basically like make clear that like if anyone uh like deserves the credit for clearing this place out, it's basically them because if not for them, you wouldn't have been able to get in and do anything, and that you have no obligation. You have like no like real uh claim to holding this gambling den so you can expect that they're going to try and make some move on that in the near future i'd like to see all of them commit all of the horrible murder (laughs) let let me go well don't don't encourage them now (laughs) i'm gonna real quick make a note of uh their claim on your thing so i can use that against you later all right excellent um all right yeah. Oh, continue? What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say something, but I think it, it's better suited for later. Okay. Um, with that settled and knowing... And, and you know what? This is actually flavor appropriate, too, because now uh, let's go ahead and say uh, you get your represent to zero, and you're now a weak tier one gang. Okay. So it now it makes sense that you are having people kind of... Uh, you know, chewing at your at your ankles, because you're, you're finally starting to make yeah. a name for yourselves. Yeah. Um, it also makes sense that we be money, getting more problems. Yeah. It makes sense that we'd be getting recruits if we like have like a building that we're actually operating business out of now. Right. Yeah. Though keep in mind you do now have quarters and a workshop in your base. Oh yeah, cool. cool. Or what what I think happened there by the way is I had a thing written down for this but while Kral's been absent over the course of this month we're going to be doing in downtime. Uh Adelaide Frog, who's the lady that uh basically contracted you to steal the sun shard for her Mm -hmm. uh connected you with an incredibly secretive criminal construction firm called martyr mortar who used brainwashed (laughs) labor who used brainwashed labor to like build sensitive construction projects so like they'll they'll do whatever and no one will know about what they did so your secret's safe with them cool um so over the course of the month you have you have a kind of uh i think they're like they are, they shamble like zombies a lot, like the people who you had to fight in the last encounter, who were like possessed by a vampire. But like they have these like weird masks on that completely obscure their face, mm. so you have no mm. idea like what's actually going on there. Um, well, okay. do you want to uh, name your new recruits or do downtime first? Uh, I have an idea for the recruit, but if no one else does, then we can do downtime first. We can do a recruit and some downtime too, and then that makes kinda, sense. Kinda oh, that would be up, fun. You know, maybe yeah. have let's you know let's start with genome. How about you okay. name the recruit, and then we'll do downtime for you first. I'm pretty sure there was not an existing name for this character before, but I realized a good character would be uh, that soul-drained person who we like in te- questioned in oh the alley and, and wound up like feeling kind of guiltily responsible for it. Oh my god, yes! Sure. There was never a name for that person. What What's uh, their name and what are they like now that they've I think, probably uh, clammed up a little bit? I think uh, Johnny sounds good to me. I don't yes. think we had any Johnnies before. Um, and You had uh, a John. Okay. But not a Johnny's. John was the uh, the the body possessed by the vampire Right. Oh, okay. So, no, but Johnny's still that. fine. I don't okay. think it's going to cause any confusion. Okay. Um, I think that, like, since he recently had his soul taken out and put back in, um, he's um, kind of a combination of like feeling like he's got a second chance, and also as a result of that, a little bit paranoid. Like he's definitely stay. He's like definitely staying away from like the drugs and stuff that were used as a setup to the whole soul stealing thing Mm -hmm. um but that doesn't mean that he's against the stuff we do on any particular moral purpose and i think maybe he might have joined out of gratitude in that sense so i don't know if i'm not sure exactly what he does he might just be like a stat guy on staff at, yeah, like, um, these the uh, house. so they're but for mechanical purposes, they're neither uh, neither cohorts nor experts. They're just people who are around, but they might become cohorts or experts later on, okay. uh, depending how stuff is invested and all that jazz. No fun. So now that you've uh, named named your new friend, uh, what are you doing for your downtime? Let's see. Um, honestly, uh, I could heal. I I right now have one less. I have one heal thing, mm-hmm. which is bruised shin, and it's not enough to actually give me any penalties. 
but it does mean if I get another small penalty, I'll lose. I, I it'll stack on quick. But on the other hand, I do now have uh, vigorous, so that it's a lot easier to heal. So maybe I'll just wait to heal until, like, I can do more with it. Yeah, I was gonna say for what it's worth, uh, that like you could uh, clear off your one level one harm, but you could also uh, use that time for stuff like uh, reducing heat or acquiring assets or whatever that might prevent you from taking harm in the future. I think I'm actually going to uh, indulge my advice to oh, that's a good stress, call because I'm at you're I'm at five. I'm, yeah, I'm a little over halfway, and I realize that I can use that stress to avoid harm in the future, so... Alright, so as a reminder, uh, your advice is that you like to go hang out at the Gentleman's Respite Tea House, mm-hmm. and I believe your vice purveyor is one Lady Zamira. I think we said yep. that she gives you free samples, or what does she do? Um, she, like, she, she basically, like, yeah, she, like, gives me, like some tea not like the best stuff and not a lot of it but enough that i can hang out and look like a customer and not like a creeper that's pretty fair all right uh go ahead and uh press roll your stress thing which i think and, you just click stress to do that or um, yeah um i know that last time there was kind of like a dispute over what we were actually supposed to be rolling because um, yeah let me double check it says it's supposed to be your lowest attribute so for you roll- that should be uh uh, that should be a single dice regardless because yeah. you have yeah. one but I think whenever one. you click vice it always goes like uh, if you click indulge vice like rolls two dice every time no matter what you do something like that as though it's trying to roll zero or something like that no. let's but, see okay yeah it did roll two um, but I I'll just take the first one which is one if that uh yeah, I don't know what it is it's doing that's deciding to roll two, because it also like has flavor text that implies that it gave you two dice and not, uh, not it's not yeah. like rolling a zero, so... Yeah, I don't, I don't know either, but... Um, you can just roll the actual amount of di- like, dice from now on. True, but I, like, I press the button, and it rolled two dice, and I figure I'll just use the first one. Alright, yeah. uh, so let me drop it back down to a four stress... Yep. Uh, I think it's that you've had so much going on this month, right? And, like, Ladies Amir is, like, you know, it's it's the <laughs> usual kind of routine that she does, but, like, there's so much on your mind and so much new things that you're having to deal with that it's not, like, really doing it for you in the same way that it used to, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, you, that... sip, you, you sip your tea, but you, like, you finish it way faster than you usually do, and you, like, kind of, like, it's, it's not as relaxing. Yeah, definitely. Um... Let's see, I'm just going to take a quick look at um, downtime activities to, like, I didn't get, do I get one other? Yes, you get two per, and then if you need any extras, you can either spend coin uh, from mm-hmm. yourself or from your gang, or you can spend your gang's reputation, but I don't believe you have any to spend since you've tiered up. Okay, um, let's see. I think, um... I'm going to... I don't know if reducing heat necessarily makes sense. Uh, for my character, at least. Um, let me... let me. Yeah, actually, uh... I don't think that the skills I have would necessarily complement that. So, um, I'm going to... I know I did this last time as well, I think. Um, I think I'm actually going to train... Oh, what you gonna train in? Um, uh, let's see. Um, sorry, I'm just like looking at my sheet right now. Um, uh, I think I'm I'm gonna train in prowess. All right. Uh, that one's a freebie. Uh, you just get the one, so I'll mark that for you. Yeah. And, and uh, how do you do we how have are you training your prowess? Um. Wait, uh, also, um, I also noticed that, uh, if you have the appropriate true training up, uh, appropriate crew training upgrade marked, you get an additional plus one. Do HPC we have that? I forget. add plus one action rating. What I, well, I don't think that's extra experience. What I think that is, is that no, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at train right now. I'm looking at the thing for train and it says if you have the appro- appropriate crew training upgrade, unlocked mark plus one xp two total 
If you have the... Yeah, okay. Let me double check your sheet. That's fine. Uh, oh, yeah, no, you're totally right. Yeah, so you okay, get the two, and actually. So, uh, that maxes out my prowess. Alright, oh, wow. go ahead and clear that track and uh, give yourself an extra skill and whatever you so choose. Okay, um, hmm. I, I could make my skirmish better, but um, I think I'm going to give myself a little bit of finesse. Alright, that's a smart choice because even though you now always have one dice for any finessing you need to do, and also that means you have the maximum allowable uh, prowess skill. You now roll four dice every time you'd have to roll something that generally requires prowess, such as a resistance roll. Oh, jeez, nice. Yeah, so you are you are very you are very powerful. <laughs> okay, um, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that uh, yeah, I think that was probably just him doing like push-ups and stuff in their new like expanded lair. Hell yeah! All right, and uh, it doesn't look like you have any reputation or coin to spend on additional turns. So with that, um, well, I do. Wants- I think I have one coin, but yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you do. Um, yeah. Do you want? It's okay. I'm holding. I'm holding on to it. All right, cool. Um, who's ready to go next? Uh, I'll Levi, go next. Okay. Sorry, you, Levi. You, no, it's no, okay. I was, I, was, I was going Levi, Sarah, anyone. <laughs> um, but Sarah, since you volunteered. Um. Uh. Just as a personal rule, every single time given the opportunity, um, Arden is going to indulge her advice. Well, before you do that, do you have a recruit in mind? I'm going to think about the recruit a little bit more. I kind of have an idea, but uh, just... Okay. Yeah. Um, in that case, uh, as a reminder, your vice is weird, weird. and it's hanging out with the Witch's Coven, known as the Sisterhood of the Grey, I believe, mm-hmm. over in uh, Miss Shore Park. Yes. Uh, with your on-and-off-again girlfriend, Liz Dalmore, being the quote-unquote purveyor of your vice. Right. So, uh... Yeah, I guess go ahead and roll for that, and uh, we can talk about how it is you were going over there and what you were getting up to uh, while you roll, I think. I think you're meeting at the place you did last time when you got possessed by a ghost for a little bit. Oh. Ooh. Oh, no. Why don't you roll? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, you rolled a five. And for reference for the players at home, Arden has four stress, oh, which no. means Arden has overindulged her vice. <laughs> it finally happened. <laughs> it right. finally happened! So the first thing we're going to do is clear all your stress, because, hey, you rolled a four or more, so you don't have any stress anymore. That's all tough. <laughs> all right, now let me uh, pull up the sheets and see what happens. Overindulge. You make a bad call because of your vice in acquiring it or while under its influence. What did you do? You have four choices here. You either attract oh, no. trouble... Which is you select or roll an additional entanglement. Mm -hmm. You brag about your exploits and gain two heat. (laughs) Oh no. You are lost and you have to play a different character until this one returns from their (laughs) under. Or you are tapped. Your current purveyor cuts you off and you have to find a new source for your vice. Oh shit. Oh no. Maybe you wind up in off again territory. (laughs) (laughs) So... Given the the so I'll let you pick which of these four you would like to do, and I think we can we can flavor the uh, the narrative of your uh, of your overindulgence uh, depending on what you've picked. Oh, I think I like the idea of 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 being in off again territory, as <laughs> as Owen puts it. Um, because one, I don't really want to roll a new character right now, and the <laughs> other two are bad. They're, yeah. they're not the, they're not the best. Yeah, uh, <laughs> increasing your heat by two would it would bring you to a higher wanted level, which is <laughs> yeah. not great. Not great right um, now. And this then obviously on. rolling rolling an additional entanglement could open you up to any number of complications, yeah. like someone in your gang is interrogated mm-hmm. or arrested. Yeah. yeah, or the demon or the demon that I was talking about what earlier shows up that. and starts making demands of you. Right. <laughs> um. All right. So what are you going with? I'm going You're, with tapped. I think I'm going to go with tapped. All right, yeah. so um, what happens? You're spooky here? from now. Oh God! We'll I guess to, I guess what I'm wondering is is since your idea for Lizette Dalmore is that she was an on and off again girlfriend, mm-hmm. and that you're going to be off again. Mm-hmm. What is it that you two 
that like drove the the knife edge between you two? Like, what is it that like made this untenable again? Um, I would. I think it's that that Lizette wants. I think Lizette would would prefer Arden stay to not go off and do like these incredible, especially because like she still has one harm, so she's literally showing up to the witch's coven with like a face scar. And, you know, it's like Arden obviously has like a, a fascination with the weird uh, and the bizarre and and everything you could need she can get if she stayed with the witch's coven, right? And uh-huh. so, but Arden wants to do this other thing. And Arden's, and, a, Arden's a fair weather witch, is what you're saying. Arden is a fair weather witch, absolutely. And she would she would much rather be going off and, and doing crime, if you will. <laughs> um, Excellent. And, and as you say, doing crime. Y- yeah. <laughs> the the idiom that the young kids use doing crime. <laughs> the kids doing the crimes. Uh, as it is now hip to say. Yeah, of course. Anyway. And uh but yeah, no, I think I think that is what causes the, the on again, off again status is that Arden just kind of comes and goes with the wind, and Lizette is really more so like, you should stay. You should stay and and be more contented. Lizette wants someone who's going to commit. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. Gotcha. Those those good old-fashioned relationship dramas. Well, I am going to go into your character sheet and put question marks for your purveyor, for your purveyor's uh, because you've been cut off, which means next time you want to indulge your vice, you are going to have to go to the trouble of finding someone to provide it for you. Yes. That's going to be fucking interesting. Yeah. That said, your vice is still weird. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you get to change it, which no. means you are going to have to find a different spooky uh, purveyor <laughs> of, of spookiness. <laughs> so that's it's fun. Spooks. It's fine. Anyway, that was only your first downtime activity. So what's number two? Um... Let's do... Uh, how about I try another attempt at reducing heat? That's not a bad idea. You have generally have pretty good uh, rolls for that. So tell me uh, what you want to do and what skill you're going to use to do it. Um, obviously, Arden has, has a shady friend in Darmit. And, mm-hmm. and Darmit, by the way, has been doing really well since... Uh, oh, really? As, as he mentioned, he was able to kind of take credit for pointing you in the direction of the fiends who were lurking out in Clarion House. Yes. So he's he's been uh, doing rather well for himself Good. off of your success. Uh, hopefully that means he'll be more inclined to help us out, since this is a scratch-your-back situation. Um, so I think she'll just approach Darmit and, and ask if he could maybe make some of this pressure a little more obscured and kind of maybe... Uh, plant red herrings in the blue coat investigations to make things more complicated on their end. Now, what are you rolling for this? Because it sounds like you're trying to convince him, and I want to remind you that you have absolutely no skill in any of those. I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point, too, isn't it? Damn. I gotta put the cart before the horse. Um, if you, you could wanna... you could say you'd prefer to do a different thing. That's maybe you being more involved, as in like sneaking in. And, oh, and yeah. removing that's actually evidence, a really good. Or... Yeah, now that you put it like that, um, having you could ask Darmit or or Arden could ask Darmit to basically leave a door unlocked <laughs> and have Arden kind of slip in one night and maybe make certain things disappear if that's um, if that's a possibility. Well, you've scratched Darmit's back, so the least he can do is leave a door unlocked, but the success of your heat reduction is going to depend on what you roll with Prowl. Cool. So you get to roll three dice and uh, take the highest of whatever you roll. Is So uh, when I roll, it's asking like an input value for like risky or whatever. Is it just controlled? Uh, this this is just whatever. Okay, so it doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, no, the, the input values are only for like oh, actual there you action. Go. That's and a six, you a five, a and a one. Six. All right, so when you roll a six, you reduce your heat by three. Nice. 
Um, so you are going to dip back down into uh, the safer territory of four heat, which takes you, uh, thankfully, out of the territory of the more dangerous engagements. Cool. Nice. Um, cool. Yeah. So you, uh, I think you slip in with the locked door, and you are able to uh, purloin a number of, uh, per- perhaps let's say, incriminating pieces of evidence or things of that nature. So they're back to not really knowing a whole lot about who the resurrectionists are, except by word of mouth. Right. But it's not enough to get them completely off your trail, but uh, they, uh, most of the paper trail you've left has conveniently disappeared. It's it's definitely made it harder to kind of keep up with up with us, in a way. Exactly. So, cool. I, th- I also like to think that since uh, Crowl is uh, out of thing, the, the, the explanation I had imagined is that there's been like this horrible string of murders in another part of town, so mm-hmm. cops are getting pull- getting pulled off their normal beats to go try and deal with that. Mm-hmm. And in the chaos of having all this happen, like, <coughs> turns out no one really noticed that the the resurrectionist file mysteriously got smaller. <laughs> um, yeah, that also would explain why Arden can literally just slip right into blue coat uh, to a blue coat office and walk away with some evidence one night. Exactly. Everybody's too um, busy with horrible murders. So you've done both your free downtimes. Uh, are you going to spend crew reputation or money to do more? You uh, do not appear to have your own money. I don't have any so. money, and I don't think I'll do anything with crew rep, so no. Okay. Um, but with that case, before we get to Levi, have you thought more about your recruit? Um, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, uh, if we don't have to really necessarily come up with what they're good at at the time... Exactly. Um, and just as a character, then... The just, like, their name and, like, a little bit about them. Then I think that, uh, insult to injury, I don't know which way this goes, during one of Lizette and Arden's arguments, um, one of the witches was curious about I was what really hoping hearing. that you were going this direction. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think one of the witches got curious about the, what they were hearing about, and so she left and actually followed after Arden after the, the I assume, what was probably a blow-up argument. Uh, no. yeah. More there shouting than, than you would expect out of a tiny a tiny pastel goth witch. If so. it was uh, on screen, uh, I think there's definitely a humor shot of, like, there's a very uncomfortable, loud argument happening, and in the background there's just a bunch of, like, hooded-looking goth witches just sort of looking around at each other like, man, I, this is really awkward. So, yeah. Nobody wants to go into that amphitheater right now. Nobody wants to make eye contact. Them, but, but then one of them's just kind of staring at Arden like, damn, she hot, though. <laughs> <laughs> that, that face scar is a good look on her. Hubba, hubba. She hot, though, and she's got some kind of monetary hookup. So yeah. she decides doesn't actually doesn't actually money, pay. So. I mean, the witches. I imagine all the witches in the coven like live marginally comfortably, but that's um, just from I, the whole I believe, like, commune aspect of their life. I say I don't remember if this was canon, but I believe we discussed the uh, the idea that you that like Arden lives like in an apartment above a, like a cat house, right? Yes. And the idea that uh, the cat house, considering it's in a really bad neighborhood in town that is not normally associated with that kind of business, might just be a cover for a lot of the coven witches to just sort of live communally right. in some rundown like shithole and like <laughs> dress up cute during the day. Right. And uh, so yeah, let's uh, names, names, old yeah, fashioned names. Give me a name for her and like a few like personality details. Personality details. Uh-huh. I've, I've got a good name. Oh, hit me. Uh, if you, Amaranth. Amaranth? Oh, I love oh, it. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, Amaranth is good. Um, she is younger than Arden and Lizette. She's, it, Arden is, is, I think I've said it, she, Arden skews like 28, 29. Uh, uh-huh. Amaranth is like 21, 22. Um, and is kind of like a, a very a kind of slender wayfish looking thing and is just the witch life is interesting but the 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 resurrectionist life seems more exciting which is exactly why there is this conflict between Lizette and Arden 
is that it's <laughs> like, mm, you could be a witch or you could be running around doing crazy heists and stuff. Which would you prefer? It makes it, it makes sense, too, because I imagine a lot of people falling into the witchy life in Duskfall are largely doing it because it's a, the, the alternative is being destitute and having no power. Exactly. Whereas otherwise you could be destitute and at least like be able to like hang out with ghosts or whatever. You hang out with <laughs> ghosts and you party in a in a in a in an amphitheater somewhere. So yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, Amaranth. I like that name. Good job, Owen. Cool. Thanks. All right. I think it's a flower with some sinister con- connotations. I, I believe you're one of one of those famous it's beautiful but mildly poisonous ones. Cool. Uh, I believe. Anyway, uh, last but certainly not least, uh, Levi, or I suppose if we're, I forget if I was doing can- uh, character names, uh, Flint, uh, you have downtime in a recruit you can name also. Yeah. Okay, so for downtime, the first one definitely has to go towards uh, healing off damage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, last time you got, you uh, you basically... I got cursed by to... a vampire for cheating at cards. Uh, yeah. That's, that sucks really bad, it turns and, out. And on top of that, you also are singed and have torn up hands. Oh, so you're kind of like... Your level three harm means means you need help, but what I think it manifests in this is like you're able to get around town, but it is like painful limping, and like you're not really someone who looks at all like they can defend themselves even. So like you probably okay. get like like bothered. But so what are you doing to uh, I guess primarily to handle this uh, horrible vice grip curse, which is seized throughout well, your heart? That's the that's a good question. What do you do about a curse? Um, I just learned how to do doctor stuff, but. Doctors don't really have anything for this, so... I mean, it's still a healing treatment rule, so you'll still benefit from it, but, like, whatever you do, it might be, like, using your medical knowledge in conjunction with uh, the arcane whatever, To I guess I do also have ghost wards, so I guess Flint does kind of know... Yeah, you know some stuff about ghosts. He's just... He's never done this before, though, so he's just sort of like mixing medicine and alchemical ingredients to you, you know how just to, drinking it to see what happens. Yeah, you know how to dispel a curse in theory. Yeah, you've read okay. about it before. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, do you right. want to? So, what's the healing roll again? I forgot. Yeah, I know we've we've done a, a lot of fortune rolls in the past, but uh, recover, get treatment, tick your healing clock like a long term project. Um, I guess just roll fortune. Uh, I don't know. And don't you get like a plus one to that because of the? Yes. Uh, oh yeah. So you're gonna roll. You're gonna roll Everyone two in dice. Your crew gets one die to their healing treatment. Roll. So you're gonna roll. Yeah. A, a, you're just gonna do a straight fortune roll with two dice, I believe. Okay. No notes. Hey, there's a so six in there. Six nice. and two. All right. Alright, so that six, I believe, is going to fill out the rest of your clock. It certainly is. Yes. So we're going to wipe your clock, and your two level one harms are going to be deleted, and oh, your nice. curse is going to be downgraded to a level two harm. Uh, and I'm just going to put this as, like, residual curse. Uh. <laughs> it's like, you still feel a little cursed, and, like, it's definitely <laughs> kind of, like... You, like, you're definitely got, like, stiff joints and, like, constant chills, but it's not, like, yeah. stopping it's, you from it's moving l- it, anymore. It's, it's less like you're going to die and more like, I, I know what you did. So it's like, oh, yeah. okay, I can live with that. Actually, <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put waning curse, because residual curse is better uh, yeah, as a level that makes one. Sense. Anyway. There's a lot of, like, interesting, like, mix of, like, the spiritual and physical in Blades of the Dark, so I like to imagine that you're, like... Maybe like using the alchemy and stuff, you're like literally like trying to sever like the what whatever kind of like ectoplasmic residue or like uh or like morphic resonance or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're just My, like you're easing it off of you or something. The image I have of what's happening here, obviously you can contest this with your own if you think if you have a better idea. But the image I have in my mind is like you just brewing this like expectorant and drinking it and then like coughing up this uh-huh. ball of black sludge. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, I love it. It's horrible. But look, but I it, love it. It worked first time. <laughs> nice. This is what I assume is supposed to be happening. <laughs> All right, well... No, that's have... actually just the inner lining of your lungs. <laughs> I think this might be the first time in uh, Blade, in our Blades in the Dark game where someone has managed to fill a progress clock on their healing without having to uh, take a devil's bargain for it. Oh so my that's god. Very, that's that's okay. fun. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so you still have another piece of downtime you can use. All right, Flint is functional. So, next... Um, 
I don't know why. Maybe it's my browser, but I can't see, like, the experience and stuff, like, the tracks, like, the little triangle bottom ones. Mm-hmm. They don't show up on my browser. So, I found... I was clicking around on the stress. I'm not sure what my real stress is. I think I set it somewhere around, like, three or four. Invisibly. Yeah, it's at three right now. I don't remember yeah. what... I don't, I don't remember, remember what it was what at. It was. Really I think it was... Before. I think it was high. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I think set it was higher than three. Well, I can't see it, so set it to whatever you think it should be. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put it at, I think, seven, because I yeah. remember you used a lot during the last encounter with the vampire. That's true. And was, we were, uh, we were very... kind of at the end, we were kind of like, oh god, Flint can't do any more to take stress, <laughs> or we're just gonna lose him. Yeah, uh... so if, if, it was, if it was less than seven, then let's just assume that, uh, Seven's Being stuck with a horrible curse for a few weeks was doing its own uh, yeah. problems and increasing your stress. So, oh, that's really bad though, because now I now I really want to indulge the vice. Can Flint go right back to gambling after that? Of course <laughs> you can. Probably, what? if anything, it's like what's the what's the worst they can do, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a vampire. <laughs> That'd be something to brag about. Like, oh, like I'm just role playing. I'm just like gambling with humans who want my money instead no of a problem. vampire who wants my soul. Please, it's yeah. nothing. All right, so yeah, I guess I'll have to try to wipe some of that out. And yeah. So... All right. Well, go ahead and indulge your vice. Your and lowest attribute is, is resolve. resolve. So one. you just roll one. Oh, and you got rid of the thing you had marked in Resolve, which is a problem. But I just, I saw it happen and I remarked it. Oh, sorry. I was trying to click on that dot on a tune to see if it rolled. But no, see. it just removed the dot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> rolled a one, oh. unfortunately. Oh, fuck. Oh. All right. It's you all clear, right. You clear one stress. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Much, much in money? the same... I do have money, actually. I'll say yes. much much in the same way that, uh, that, that, uh, oh my god, my my brain, uh, that Franz was having problems, uh, that Blondie was having problems with, like, their normal vice, his normal vice, like, actually doing anything for him, because, like, there's been so much on his plate. Like, you find, like, you were expecting that going back to Blackjack was going to be like, oh, hey, it's just a fun card game, and I gamble with real money, instead of my my mortal soul. But you find that, like, there, that's so that a lot of your love of blackjack, at least for the moment, has been kind of tainted by yeah. the fact that you almost lost your soul gambling the blackjack because you are, as much as you love blackjack, you are very clearly not super good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did turn out that way, didn't it? Yeah, so you, you, you like are able to meditate a little bit and clear that one stress, but you're still sitting at a mean sex. Uh, mm. oh, so I gotta find something. Yeah, you either can spend uh, money or rep to uh, do something else, or we can just move on to you naming your uh, recruit. Whichever right, you I do. I do have one coin, and I think I'm going to bet it um, yeah. appropriately. All right. Uh, so you're presumably spending your coin to uh, gamp to go sit at the uh, the high rollers table or what equivalent there is in this shithole known as the snail space. Yeah. Do I don't know. Do something to maybe play something else. Oh, that's poker. possible. Yeah. You're gonna try getting in the poker. That's probably where the big money is, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So you uh, go ahead and spend. Maybe it'll have less residual dread. You spend a substantial chunk of change uh, buying into the poker tables at the snail's pace, which are surprisingly like you. You mostly just play blackjack there, so you kind yeah. of understand the place to just be like the worst gambling hole in the entire town. But <laughs> actually, the the poker tables are like. They're nice. They got like oh, nice no. lighting. They're like fairly. They're like as quality of tables as you could expect for a bar in in like a poor part of town. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you go ahead and spend some money doing that. Uh, go ahead right. and uh, indulge vice. Okay. So I got a four that time. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> well, what happens is you spend all your money, and that part doesn't feel so good. But you find you actually really enjoy poker. Like once you like <laughs> once you start like narrowing down into it, and like like you have to spend a lot more mental energy like reading tells and trying to guess what's in people's hands and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you, it, mm-hmm. it it's maybe not it's not necessarily your new favorite or anything, but it definitely provides a uh, a nice change of pace over your <laughs> usual. That's what that's what Flint needs right now. Yeah, he needs a change of pace. To himself, he, yeah. He needs to lose his money in a slightly <laughs> different way. <laughs> in a way where he feels well, like he has more control. And it worked out great. So, let's see. For my uh, 
for my recruit. I was wondering if I should. Uh, I feel like the my doctor friend. I can't remember his name, but he's probably got his own stuff going on. Ah, uh, Joel. Um, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to say that if you were going to hire one of your friends, like one of your actual character sheet friends, oh to yeah, be the in clever game, friends section. Yeah, it yeah. would have to be as a uh, expert or cohort, mm. yeah, that or makes whatever. Sense. Right. So I, I would say like it can be a character that exists, but it shouldn't be someone who's on your character sheet. If that makes um, any sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, hmm. Maybe he can. I don't know. Maybe we can find some uh, some. Basically, so you, can, you can invent uh, someone out of whole cloth if you want to. Yeah, Flint Flint wants to find like a, an idealistic young Scovlin uh, mm. man, like he will, like he once was before he got blown up all those times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe and, one who's who's less of an anarchist than most of uh, the Scovlanders who live in Georgia. Yeah, yeah, we don't need any more like Maoists in this <laughs> part of town. So. So yes, yeah, gonna. Yeah, find... all right. I was, looking, I was looking at the names here. I see Cobb with like a K and two Bs. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. That one's pretty good. So let's say Cobb. What, what's Cobb like aside from being young, Scottish, and not an anarchist? <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> now is he? Uh, I guess here's here's something I want to know. Is he like not an anarchist in the sense that he's just like more tempered than that, or is he not an anarchist in the sense that he is like definitely a capitalist monarchist? Um, I think it's more that, like, him and Flint go to the same church. Oh! Like, I'm tra- I can't remember the name of it, but it's some sort of, like, um, messianic, like, sun worship. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't remember if we ever actually gave it a name, because the only church I remember yeah. naming is, like, the, uh, the Church of the Ecstasy of the Flesh, which right. is yeah, which is still a great name. That does that does not that is not a church that Flint would attend. <laughs> well, it's I mean, you probably would. In the title it probably would because it's not a uh, <laughs> to go back over. It's not a it's not a fuck cult like in the way that you would expect from a a, a, a group of that name. It's actually about uh, the because like no one ha- there's no afterlife anymore, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like you die and you become a ghost. And the Church of Ecstasy of the Flesh is very much about like living life to its fullest and right. being okay with yeah, death when it happens. The... And, and not becoming a ghost. Please, please, God, yeah. don't become a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, they're pro. They're probably. Have, they're both probably like similarly scrawny. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, Cobb specifically wants to get into what he thinks is organized crime. <laughs> <laughs> organized. Yeah, okay. So, so yeah, so yeah, Flint's there. Uh, he's in a local, fairly well-known sort of criminal organization, and he sort of needs help getting around right now. If <laughs> if Kyle wants to like come help, we can put a good word in. Yeah, with and the, uh, with the resurrectionists, and he takes you up on that offer because he he's heard the name in conjunction with uh, the credit you claimed for. Uh, stealing the sun shard so he knows it's a he he well he thinks it's a big deal crime crime gang. <laughs> uh he does not realize that he is getting in on the ground floor which is good for him but not necessarily what he wanted right we're, away yeah uh we're less of we're less of an organization and more of a startup really <laughs> I, I, it's wrong of me to say he's getting in on the ground floor it's more like he's getting in on the basement because yeah. we're just letting him into the basement in the foundation <laughs> yes. kind of you know <laughs> Is incredible opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! You find nice. three members, and then we're All really right. making it. Oh god! <laughs> big big Scottish TD's cousin. Okay, so. A month passes, right? And you're busy getting all this stuff in order, and you've had to contend with uh, the Capillariat, who are trying to mosey in on your new territory, just while you're finally, like, growing into a gang that's more than just a collection of disparate weirdos. Um, and, what's hap- and, and so you haven't really been doing any heists recently, just because you have so much else on your plate, mm-hmm. and it's not like you're hard up for money because you have a passive income from the gambling den. Um... But then something forces your hand. Uh, so you get together usually in the mornings and read the news and try and, like, you know, keep an eye on what's happening in town so you can have an idea for, like, you know, worthwhile scores and things like that. And the front page article isn't actually... 
it's less an idea for a heist because usually you'd see something like, oh, so this wealthy noble brought brought new gems from Aruvia, and maybe we could get in right. on those or something. Um, but it's an article about these two people named Lucky and Helmut, who one of whom is a very large armored person who you recognize hmm. from the Lord Governor's yeah, Manor right. based on you know, the picture. I knew that name. Oh. familiar. Oh yes, he's still alive. Great. And you know that the former Lord Governor's attendants have all been kind of, uh, they've been sort of blackballed from basically everything, because the Lord Governor was implicated in high treason, and even though there's no conclusive proof that his friends did anything, like his the, like, the Lord Governor's family got sort of denobled uh, the the attendants have all been kind of scattered to the wind and off and in some cases like reduced rank in their respective organizations like it's been hard for them mm-hmm. but there's an article uh, that from these two where they've publicly declared their intention to prove themselves and their former liege innocent and they plan to do this uh, much to uh, Arden's alarm because they have discovered the existence of a certain phylactery lost in the, the, the North Hook neighborhood outside the wall oh with a spirit that knows everything and can prove that they're innocent. And oh they're going to set out to find it so that they can prove that they're innocent and discover who really is responsible for the Lord Governor's death and frame that's... up. So that's a problem. That's a big problem. But that's... there's... Flynn puts a finger on his chin and is like... Did we do that? <laughs> Did I, I don't do remember that? a spirit. <laughs> that is definitely a very roundabout sort of way of solving that problem, but it would solve that problem. Unfortunately, for you have been following the news in that regard, and unfortunately you're aware that, like, while the normal uh, way of going about things is to, like, collect the ghosts from the deceased and interrogate them, Obviously, oh. since the Lord Governor and his attendants were implicated in high treason, that there is a problem with being able to trust what it is they have to say. Mm-hmm. Mm. So they are like nothing has it, that option has not been explored just because they would that that testimony would be viewed as like not being valid, right? Because it's from the criminals themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the other thing that happens um, at the same time, which is normally, in, which would be pretty inconvenient considering the horrible thing that has just been thrust ahead of you, is that uh, one of your new recruits, uh, let's say it's uh, it's Johnny. Let's say Johnny uh, walks in and he's holding this envelope and he's like, hey, I just I, I just got this 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 cutout. I, I need y'all to see this. He's, he's like, he's like looking at it like it's giving him anxiety. Like, not the idea oh. of giving you the cutout, but the cutout itself. Okay, and like, better check that out, yeah. yeah. So, the it. first thing you notice with this envelope is the seal on it. And the seal is a thing that alarms you, because it's from a group known as the Enemy Without. A oh, clan yeah. of assassins whose <laughs> true existence is only rumored. Oh, great. Okay. Okay. So, this is immediately setting off red flags. Yeah. Because uh, this is a job from from, like... An urban legend gang, basically. Oh god! Yeah, it could possibly um, be joke. So you open the <laughs> it's cutout. expensive joke. Look at this wax seal. You you open the cutout, and there's a very uh, ornately comprised, and I would say like perhaps uh, uniquely, uh, what's the word here for a uh, paper you use in writing letters? Uh, stationery. Parchment? Stationery. Like it's got very unique stationery and mm-hmm. signage and everything. And it is essentially a contract offer oh from from this clan to retrieve a certain body from the uh, the central headquarters from the spirit wardens before they process it and presumably bottle it. And oh. they give you an advance should you or shouldn't you choose to uh, oh, take the thing. And the envelope has like an entire coin in it. Like an entire, like a substantial amount of money, and they're ju- that's just like that's just there's like you, you can take this, yeah. you can take oh, this, and shit. there will be a lot more of it if you do this for us, as well as our favor. Whew. Well, they don't want us to kill anybody. That's good. Yeah, you 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 were expecting uh, but, that you were about to get contracted for an assassination, yeah, yeah. but they they explicitly mentioned that your goal is to retrieve a dead body, not to create one. Is good. They understand our strengths. <laughs> 
So still, we have to break into Ghost Cop headquarters. Uh, yeah, you have to. Like, you know where this is because uh, you, uh, you you probably know it just as common knowledge, but also like you rescued that one spirit warden uh, oh, yeah. from uh-huh. from the clearing house, and like you know it's a place in in Charter Hall where uh, Krell normally works. Like it's just an office building, but like it's spirit warden headquarters. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, also, if we did this, would that mean we would not have time to uh, step in with the uh, uh, Helmut and Lucky's whole you thing? You don't know how long that's going to take them because, like, no one knows exactly where the thing is out there, and it's like an okay. entire neighborhood that's been lost to ghosts. Right. So, like, so because... they're, trying to, they're trying to find a very specific ghost, but they wouldn't. Have, the ghost wouldn't have been at the manor house. No, they're not trying to find a ghost. They're trying to find the the phylactery that uh, Arden read about. Yep. Oh. Because the demon knows everything, and so it would also know the oh. answer to like who killed this person, mm-hmm. and it would tell them that Wait. we were there. Yeah, that's yeah. The important does, part. Does omniscience hold up in court? Is that allowed? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't. I, I, I don't like think it would cheating. matter if it would make it to court uh, because court of how Duskfall is crime. Really, the important part. Oh yeah, you're right. You're yeah, because we're in, in we're in Duskfall, which means if a demon says that you did the crime, you are probably getting thrown in jail, whether you did it or not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should always trust demons. Fantastic. De- demons are renownedly smart. They know a lot of things, <laughs> even though they're super evil. Demons are renownedly smart, and I guess honest enough. As a demon, I can never lie. <laughs> People in Duskfall will take any information they can get. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That is. That, that is. Still so like you don't. Is. You don't know how long that will take. And also, there is the idea that, like, if you do this other thing, you might have money and perhaps uh, the help of a very powerful crime group to help when you we... beat them. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh uh, right, yeah, then. that's also true. We could use them to deal with the Capillariat when that day comes. Yeah. It's got my oh. friends. Yeah. Plus, they gave us all this money already. I already feel like I sort of owe them. Yeah, I would not like the idea of turning them down. Uh, so, if this is a more time sensitive fun, then I think might as well. It is pretty time sensitive, you can assume. Yeah. Because the, yeah. the process of processing a body does not take more than a couple of days. Mm. Alright. Um, oh, so, we don't have time to. Yeah, we really don't have go. time to, like. Get even get Crowl or anything. Yeah. Oh, I don't think Crowl had. I don't think Crowl has the time for you at the moment. <laughs> right. Yeah. That either. But. Uh, but let Flint think of it his way. Yeah. Uh, then so Crowl's just too important for Crowl. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do this immediately. Crow All right. Not so. So we do have we we know a guy named Crow in the. Uh, who works at the headquarters there, you said? I don't think I said they were named Crow, because they all t- kind of have crows, so it would be oh, kind okay. of a weird name for them. But I probably you, just you do know someone who works there, and it's the person who you uh, rescued. I don't think I ever gave them a name. So okay. let's say their name is uh, Pomodoro. Why not? Nice. Yes. <laughs> so... That gives us a... An in. Yeah. At least like someone a... who is there who, like, would talk to you. Yeah, presumably if... maybe feels some kind of, like, indebtedness to us well, for saving their she... life. It's, it's potential that they, like, don't... They feel like that debt is paid by them, like, not... That's true. ...turning us in. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just looking at the... I'm looking at the, like, heist types. Like, assault and... Like occult and stealth mm-hmm. and stuff, so if So y'all are going to do easier to sneak Yeah, in yeah, I think this yeah. guy's help. Okay. So yeah, um last thing we should do this episode is I guess decide how you're going to go in and Oh, you know what? Maybe we should roll engagement too so we could have another fun uh, cliffhanger yeah. like we did last oh, time. God. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um okay, here I don't maybe this would not work with like the mechanics of how like this place works, but what if we had Two people disguise themselves as spirit wardens, and one person as a dead body, as a corpse. Yes. Ooh, uh, that sounds Flint like your method of volunteers to be the corpse. 
So that sounds like your method is going to be deception. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very fun. All right. <laughs> Let's get wacky. Oh, God, okay. I love it so much. <laughs> I could not have imagined how fun you were going to make this. <laughs> Let me double check the... This uh, is why Blades is like my favorite game, because it's like, let's just do all the cliches. <laughs> I need to find out what the... Uh, engagement role is before we go. Also, you should choose what kind of gear you're going to bring, um, um, or what amount of gear. Uh, I would say I normal, think, just a normal loadout. Yeah, I yeah. think if we're going to be disguised as spirit wardens, then it would make sense for them to like be carrying some stuff around. Yeah, so. yeah, it would. Though, I, do you so have disguises flinch? as like part of your light? kit normally? We do not have. Uh, let's see. I don't have it as a thing. We have documents. That, that might be part of the the something that we need to figure out then before we go into, or at least do as a oh, flashback yeah, when we start, is how the fuck you got those outfits. Yeah. Because yeah. that's... That, uh, is that something that would normally require, like, pure, a pure procurement action, now that I think about it? Uh, oh, what's procurement? It, you, like, it's know. a downtime option? Um, oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah you know what? You have, get, you have the asset. coin. You have the coin. Mm-hmm. If you want, you could spend that the coin you just got. And, oh uh, yeah. Do a procurement uh, action. That that would uh, sure yes. Yeah. Okay. Quattro. So let's let's flip back the downtime rules real quick. So, uh, so you are going to acquire an asset. Yes. Yeah. Uh, acquire yeah. temporary use of an asset. Roll the cruise tier, which is one dice. The okay. result indicates the quality of the asset. Oh god. Okay then. You may also spend additional coin if you want to to. Uh, to uh, increase your end result, but we I guess we'll see how you roll. Okay. Yeah. In general. Um, okay. Three. Uh oh. Which is inferior. Inferior. Uh. Okay. You use the so the first coin you used. Well, I guess let me double check. Do you want to increase the quality and by spending more coin? I do not have more coin. We have. Well, I reduced. I took the coin from the 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 group oh. vault. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, I spent so my you life. have coin, and then also you still have your coin, and also there's still one more coin in uh, the the cruise uh, okay. pool. I will. Uh, sure, I'll spend it. Okay. I was going right, to say so we you... could use the group one, but it's fine either way. Okay. Well, I'll let uh, I'll let Blondie spend his. I was prepared to do it already. Okay. I didn't yeah. realize we had that so, thing. All right. What we're going to do then is so you spend a good amount of money uh, from a uh, currently unnamed underworld contact to uh go ahead and acquire uh a some fairly decent uh disguises um it's like it's not the complete set because this is standard tier basically is what you've bumped it to mm. um and basically what that means is that like you have like the important bits mm-hmm. there's some like very finer details that you're missing but like your your disguises are going to hold up to like all yeah. but exhaustive Casual scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And we do have um like documents on hand. Yeah. So Exactly. Okay, yeah. cool. So you've spent your good money on that, so now you have that for the thing. And now I also get... just noticed uh that uh I was just looking up the definition. Uh we have the option for subterfuge supplies as a thing, and that includes a theatrical makeup kit, um costume jewelry, <gasps> a reversible cloak and distinctive hat, a forged badge of office, that sort of thing. Oh so cool. Okay, so definitely we can okay. fill in the gaps with that. It helps definitely yeah. forge badge of office. Alright, so let's start calculating engagement. Um first, is this operation particularly bold or daring? I would think um, I would think it's very daring to uh, launch head first to just it's walk like, into yeah. the front door of, of people who hate us. Ghost yeah. cops. It's pretty bold, and I would also say uh, compared to its uh, the counterpoint, it's not a particularly complex plan. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. are just going off what it's little just kind of harebrained, which I think yeah. helps us. So I'm going to give you the plus one D there <laughs> yes. uh, nice. for that. Um, okay. Does the plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Uh, I don't necessarily think so. If we can get, uh, but I mean, if we can get fake a forged badge of office, then that uh, seems like hmm. if if and we're just like a low tier gang, you know. If we can get a forged badge of office and some and some spirit warden supplies, could we? Could we argue that, um, like, their point of weakness then would be, like... Their costumes a- that don't have identifying features. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. think that counts. All right, so it's the second dice. 
Um, can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? Yes, because we've got blue coats, and I think we have. Could we use Crowl in some way? I mean, he's not here, but <laughs> well, the blue coats aren't the spirit wardens. Right, there's not going to be yeah. a lot of overlay okay, there, yeah, actually. Right. Well, we have um, Crow. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't what, know if what was the guy's name? Pomodoro is her Pomodoro. name. Pomodoro. Yeah. I don't know if she's like your friend timer? though. Yeah, I don't. Th- okay. I don't know if she counts as a contact in that case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you didn't Probably. explicitly go out of your way to bribe her beforehand. So right. yeah. Uh, so I'm not gonna say that, and I don't think you have any. You didn't. You're not at war, so uh, the yeah. capillary Luckily. isn't interfering with you. Yeah. yeah. Um. And are there any other elements? So the Spear Warden headquarters is obviously going to be a tough nut to crack. Yeah. But yeah. also, like, you have good costumes. You have identified. You have like papers and badges and shit. Like, Flint is you, so you, hyped for when he, like, sits up and yeah. has two guns. <laughs> and everybody, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, it's this dead guy. Then he sits up with two guns. That's so fucking dope. He's already thinking about how incredible that's going to be. <laughs> so I think even though uh, the Spirit Wardens and this headquarters specifically are, like, higher tier than you, mm-hmm. I think your preparations beforehand, like, make up for a lot of that difference. So I'm going to say overall you have three dice. Okay. Oh, boy. <sighs> so who wants to roll? Okay. I'm afraid. I'm not. Just 3d6. Alright. So 4, there's a 5, f- and a 4. Alright, there's a 5 in there, which I believe means that it is a... Mm. Let's see. Outcomes. 4 or 5, mixed result. You're in a risky position where action starts. So that's normal. Okay. Okay, okay good. good. Alright. That's, that's just cool. how we like it. So, next time on Big Gay Nerds, uh, the three three quarters of the Resurrectionists, <laughs> or I guess... I guess three-sevenths of the Resurrectionists now <laughs> uh, are going to break into a morgue to steal a body. Cool. Excellent. All right. Awesome. Uh, I will see you all next time. See same you big gainer time, same big gainer's <laughs> Nice.